if I'm in a situation like that, I don't want my butthole to be called cute. At least call it sexy. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest the Podcast. My name is Cara R. Reedy and sitting across from me, as always, I say that like we haven't <laughs> we haven't been apart for like two months at a time, is Amanda Duck Dog. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm well. You wanna know why I'm well? Yes, I do want to know why you're well. Because I had a really good sandwich for lunch. And I think that sometimes you know, I've been realizing how it's like the little things in life that really uh-huh. do spark joy. Mm-hmm. And I just think like that sandwich has made almost my entire day. Lovely. I also had a sandwich from the same place and mm. the sandwich was beautiful. And mm. it also was a highlight of my day too. Lovely. So I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I think we just need to acknowledge at this point that there is roadworks outside our apartment. Oh my God. It's, it's going to happen. You're going to hear it. It's inevitable. It's just the way it is. Really sorry. It's a yeah. constant at the moment and we're just <laughs> dealing with it. Yeah. Um, hopefully they don't go too crazy during this episode. But how are you, Cara? Because I didn't even ask you how you are. I'm pretty good. I just got back from Melbourne um, today. So right back into it. But I'm happy to be back. I'm happy to be back with my bestie recording in the same room. Mm. And yeah, feeling good. What That's I do good. have to be honest about, though, is related to my trip to melbourne though all right then tell us what you have to be honest about i hate i hate the process of applying for rentals that's what i have to be honest oh yes about. but i mean yeah don't we all well yes everyone especially in this current climate in australia hates mm-hmm. the process of applying for rentals mm-hmm. for those of you who live overseas or whatever um Australia is in a massive rental crisis right now like pretty much every major city like gold coast sydney melbourne is just like people can't find rentals. Okay, and I say this by the fact like my partner and I have applied for one rental and I'm anxious as shit. So anxious. <laughs> I'm like waiting by my phone every time I get an email and like rushing to pick my phone up to see yeah. if like it's an email about it. And I'm just, I'm not cut out for it. I'm not cut out for it. No. And we've had a good for three and a half, almost four years. We have. And I'm not enjoying the transitional period already. Oh yeah. I am very very nervous to start applying for places but I feel like I'm going into it knowing that it's going to be difficult so I feel like I'm it's going to be okay if that Mm. makes sense but yeah I'm I realize on myself that like I'm I try to be positive right I try Mm. to be positive but I try to be like realistic optimism Mm. so it's like you know we're good candidates but that doesn't mean we get it because there could be equally as good candidates and there's many people applying Mm. my partner is going like the overly confident route of like babe we got it it's ours i'm like okay but it's like i like it's not though like you can't (laughs) just tell me that because i'm gonna get my hopes up and then they're gonna fall yeah anyway so that's what's on my mind at the moment like i literally was just laying on my bed just like scrolling through realestate.com like come on there's gotta be something Mm. so that's what i have to be honest about this week renting sucks i understand yeah i understand we're in the same boat right what now. you're going through <laughs> yeah i have been avoiding the issue so far mm. uh but we'll get there eventually and we'll see what happens yes what do you have to be honest about this week i have to be honest about the fact that mcdreamy is in fact mcdreamy <laughs> oh my god and... Doug, he's in a re-watching craig's anatomy <laughs> wait can i just say that we were on the phone and you're like i'm thinking of like 
maybe I'll rewatch Grey's Anatomy. And I was like, you should. And it took you like no time at all to start doing it. Yes. Well, we weren't <laughs> even on the phone. We were recording the podcast for Patreon. And oh, I was yeah. like talking about how I keep getting all these Grey's Anatomy memes mm. coming up on my Facebook. And I don't know why I was getting them, but I have been getting them. And now I am rewatching Grey's Anatomy. I only watched it up until about season nine, mm. I think. And then I kind of dropped off. But I've been looking for a show to just like have as a background show that I like go to. Yeah. And I've decided Grey's Anatomy is that. Yeah. I can't remember ever being attracted to McDreamy, no, right? It's a it's an as you get older kind of deal. Mm. It's a kind of I know you can't relate, but it's kind of like a Seth Cohen to a Ryan Atwood girly scenario. Well, I was always a Ryan Atwood. And that's what girly. I'm saying. You can't relate to that one. But, but like the thing that's kind is, of how it is. I was a McSteamy girly. Were you a McSteamy girly? Um yeah, I mean like Mark Sloan is fucking hot. Like, no one can yeah. deny it. Yeah. But I used to think, like, oh, my God. He I was is never attracted ten... to Derek. No. Never. Derek was such a no. I do think he becomes more of an ick as the show goes on. Like, mm. I think that, like, he's he get he becomes a huge ick. He's just, like, so charming. I watched two and a half episodes last night, and he was so <laughs> unbelievably charming in those first few episodes. And I was like, this is actually not okay. Like, yeah. and, and he's, like, young. Mm. and i'm like oh my god and alan pompey is gorgeous but yeah mcdreamy is just like i was like i have a new crush unlocked i think is what's going on it's just it's kind of like the throwback like nostalgic look to him as well Mm. like i think because it was so long it was like 20 years ago now was crazy well yeah it would have been oh my god it would have almost at least maybe yeah i think it was like early 2000s that it started wow do you know, all I want to do right now is watch Grey's Anatomy. Well, you can chuck it on the TV at any time and I would be down. Okay, that's Just great for the record. Because I'm... You'd rather me watch Grey's Anatomy than the netball? For my sake, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some kind of sad news and good news with this episode because... I'll start with the good news. I was going to say, what is the sad news? I don't even know. <laughs> well, the good news is today we are doing... A dating stories episode yep. where you submit your dating stories to us and we react to them and it's a very exciting mm. fun time these have been some of our most favorite mm. and most popular episodes yeah the sad news is this is the last one you're ever gonna hear yeah. so, so sorry about it um lap it up because you're never getting other ones <laughs> i was being mean about ending the podcast <laughs> Anyway, in today's episode, Kara has compiled some of our listeners' dating stories, and she's going to read them out to me. I have not read these. Mm-hmm. I have not heard about these. So I look forward to being able to react live to these. And thank you so much to everyone who sent through their dating stories, because we do love reacting to these. Yeah. It's, I also just love the way people write them. Like, I love seeing, like, how they explain the stories. Like, yeah. some, some of you guys are so funny the way you do it. <laughs> So I'll start off short and sweet and strong. How about that? Okay. We're jumping right in. Mm -hmm. This person simply said, on a first date, he washed his dick in my bathroom sink. Really? Yeah. Like, I need more context. (laughs) There's no more. I can't give you any. I'm like, why did he do it? Was it a post-we situation? Was it a post intercourse situation so i think in some cultures and i could be wrong in some Mm. cultures they do actually wash their genitals after you're like peeing Mm. and stuff like that it could be that this person has not given any more context what i will say though if it wasn't that if it wasn't a cultural thing why not just have a shower yeah it's very interesting i remember i had this friend and he told me that he was like 
in his like Playboy era. He didn't say that, but that's what I'm. Oh, don't tell me he washed. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because he was going from girl to girl. Mm. And he was washed it in the sink because he didn't have enough time. Oh, God. Ew. I know. That's disgusting. Well, I heard that's not what this guy was doing. Look, we will never know. We won't know. (laughs) But it is very interesting, isn't it? It is interesting, yeah. Well, anyway, I, I feel like based on the short nature of this message, she didn't see him again. Yes. Um, but if but if you did, if you're listening, which I'm pretty sure you would be because you sent in your story. I would love more context. Please, more context would be great. Would love it. I just want to know. Like, yeah. uh, this this story has me on the edge of my seat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> There's too many question marks. Yes. Yeah. So we're going to go with another slide. I'm going to ease you into it because we do have a few long ones down okay. here. Okay. So this person said, I was giving, this is a little bit graphic, I will say. Okay. I was giving head to a dude and he leaned over, spread my butt cheeks and said, you have a really cute butthole. I never wow. saw him again. Wow. Here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> Ducky's like, you know what? That's not a red flag. What a compliment. <laughs> No one has a cute butthole. It doesn't exist. I mean, personally, do I think mine's cute? No, no. But I haven't seen many in my life, so there could be some cute ones. I understand being weirded out, okay? Ducky's trying I'm... to be butthole positive here, and I'm not, <laughs> I'm not for it. <laughs> that is very, very interesting. Because mm. it's like, I mean, everyone has things that they enjoy yeah. sexually, and like that's totally fine. Obviously, you guys didn't have compatibility with that. It just is a very interesting, intimate... Was this the first time they were sleeping yes. together? Yes. Yeah, it's a very, very intimate thing to do, isn't it? It's also, to me, it's just like a very risky thing in terms of the mood of the moment. Mm. Like someone's, you know, doing you a solid and giving you oral sex. Mm. And you're like just spreading the cheeks and yeah it's a it's a bit like maybe ask it's a bit like ask or like maybe choose like a better moment and like you know read the room mm. also i don't know if like it, but this is a personal preference if i'm in a situation like that i don't want my butthole to be called cute at least call it sexy <laughs> <laughs> like i'm sorry you would say that yeah it's just i don't want to be cute in a situation like that i want to mm. be sexy so tell me that it's sexy anyway I just know that my boyfriend's mum is listening to this. And it's just... <laughs> I was about to say, is your boyfriend listening? And is he going to be taking notes? Okay, make sure next time, Paul, butthole, sexy. <laughs> okay, our next one's a long one, so strap him. I'm strapped in. Seatbelt's on. I'm on the Superman Escape at Move World. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, I used to work in a cafe and he was a regular customer. We started talking at some point in January this year and discovered that we got along really well. He's also really hot. After a few weeks, we met after I finished work to go for a run. First of all, here's the thing. Who the... Wow. See, we're already having different reactions. Who goes for a run with someone you don't really know? No. Who you're interested in? A lot of people who are into fitness do this. Because think about it. It's I guess it just couldn't be me. We can't relate to this, right? (laughs) But like, you know, if I had like met a guy at some point, like... You and have met a guy. It's not I good. have, I have. <laughs> Love my boyfriend so much. But like back in my dating days, if someone had been like to me, I'm really into netball, should we play a netball game together and grab a drink after? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Shared interests. Like we're both into painting. Let's paint. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think we just can't comprehend because, like, the thing is people who are this into fitness, like, and they date people who are this into fitness. Or just, like, they're so good at running and they love running. Yeah. Yeah, It's, like, it's, yeah, it's a very natural. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I guess for me, I'm just, like, I would never, like, on on a first date, you'd put your best foot forward. And for me, like, that's my worst foot forward (laughs) going for a run. (laughs) So I just would never. But, you know, good for this person. Good for them. Oh, my God. So they went for a run. We talked the whole time about really personal things. I can't believe they were talking and running at the same <laughs> time. That's what I mean. <laughs> what do you when mean? I, as I was reading this, I was like, well, so you can't have talked. And then we talked the whole time. What do you mean you talked the whole time? Were you not puffed out? <laughs> I'm confused. How fit are you guys? Oh, my God. Okay. We talked the whole time about really personal things. He told me about his therapy and I told him about mine and the things that we're both working on. I felt understood and really comfortable with him. We started meeting regularly and developed a deep connection. We would go for walks twice a week and talk for hours. I felt like he was my soulmate. He started texting me every day and giving me presents. We talked about things we wanted in a relationship. He said he could, he could be himself around me and that he really enjoys spending time together. He would remember small things and send sweet messages. After two months, I decided to tell him that I liked him more than a friend. So at this point... I guess there had been no romantic, technical, like, you know, kissing and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, they hadn't hooked up and all that stuff. Um, after two months, I decided to tell him I liked him more than a friend. I was completely shocked by his reaction. He started shouting at me and yelled that he never, ever thought of me in any different way than as a friend. He got really angry when I told him I was confused by his behavior and pressured me to tell him why I thought he liked me, even though I told him that I fi- found that humiliating. I actually, when, when I read that she's found it humiliating, I was like, you know what? That is actually quite embarrassing when mm. someone's like, I don't like you. What made you think that? And then you have to like yeah, tell them the reason. That's really just like cruel. Like I kind of understand why people would want to know, but I also see why it's like it definitely is really embarrassing because you, you instantly feel like everything that you've thought of, you like overthought or you made into a mm. bigger deal or you were wrong or you're crazy and stuff like that, especially if they're yelling at you like this guy was. So... Absolutely bizarre scenes. Oh, it gets worse. Oh, 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 yeah. okay. <laughs> not, not the end yet. So in the middle of the street, he shouted, just because I gave you presents doesn't mean I want to fuck you. I was in shock and told him to, I never want to see him again. He said he still wanted to be friends. And he also said I could text him if I ever wanted to talk. Like, on what planet does someone scream and yell at you and have a go at you and tell you like I don't want to fuck you if you ever want to talk though might always text me no no this is typical <laughs> it's like you are the bad guy you are you are the ex- like you are the villain here what what do you mean I'm not finished by oh the way oh my god <laughs> so he said that she could text him whenever she wants um, I told him again I never want to see him he said okay fine I'm not mad at you This sentence was so ridiculous that I started to laugh. He got even more angry and shouted at me that he's fed up with my drama. And then he turned around and left. He unfollowed my Instagram and left every group message we were in together. He's 33. Of course he's 33. I love the the little, the shade of the, he's 33. Yeah. But of course. But yeah. Here's the thing. I think some, it's weird because you think like, People who are spending like a lot of time and a lot of effort and money on you, like you'd think that they, the money part gets me because I'm like, 
a lot of people in general, men and women, will maybe like go for like the validation part of like, mm. you know, leading someone on like they want like the girlfriend or the boyfriend experience or that they have the intimate texts and the chats and like the deep meaningful conversations, but they don't actually ever commit. Mm. The spending money thing kind of threw me off because I'm like, I feel like that is a very intimate thing to do. It's like always be buying someone like little presents and saying them things. Yeah, but I think the thing that's interesting with this is, and the 33 thing is getting me. <laughs> you really are stuck on the fact that he's 33. I think it's the fact that like, it, this is probably repeated behavior. I'm guessing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's very like doing that whole like committal, non-committal thing. And as yeah. soon as anyone... You know, they enjoy not having to make any commitment and not having to, you know, be any type of way. And then when something is asked of them, like when they mm. say, I like you and I want to date you or, you know, do you want to meet my mom or do you want to do, you know, anything that's like that little mm. bit more, that's when they freak out and are like, what do you mean? It wasn't even like yeah. that. Blah, blah, blah. And it's always that I want to stay friends, though, because they want that connection whatever they're still. getting from it mm-hmm. yeah and like it's their own trauma but it's just like not fair to put that on other people you know mm. and like honestly this person sounds like a catch not the 33 year old unless they're no, both no, 33 no, but 33. you know what i mean <laughs> well this person can run and talk while she's running so she's definitely a catch absolutely slang. and that. also just seems very nice and open <laughs> yes so you know good for you yeah it, it, it is, does sound very um volatile though and i think like you definitely dodged a bullet Absolutely. with that one. The fact that, like, you saying, like, hey, like, I want to be, like, more than friends, and he starts screaming at you in the street, no, thank you. Next. Imagine if you told him you didn't want to be friends. <laughs> yeah, imagine Fuck. if he wanted to be more than friends, you were like, mm, not really feeling it. Fuck. Don't. No, dodged a no. bullet there for yeah. sure. Okay, so this one starts post-date. So, like, at the end of the date. Okay. So... Post-date, I was driving him back to his place to drop him off. <laughs> I'm laughing because this is so something I feel like I do because it's to do with driving <laughs> and, and, like, crashing and stuff like that. Well, not taking oh, no. crashing. Anyway, <laughs> driving him back to his place to drop him off. At a red light, he tickled my inner thigh area and I accidentally <laughs> accelerated into ongoing traffic. <laughs> It's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's funny. And it's so something that I would do. <laughs> Look, honestly, probably worth it, though. I'm going to say, if you, got, if you got a little bit of something out of that, probably worth it. I, I don't know if they crashed. So. He did say, let's just say I'm glad I lived to tell the tale. So obviously it was a good night post-date. Okay. okay. It doesn't sound like anyone was harmed in the thigh tickling saga that's the end of the story that's the end of the story oh my god i thought it was gonna get worse i'm triggered well, from the 33 year old <laughs> no i'm like oh then did something else happen in no traffic that's the end of the story okay. so but imagine like if you did get i always think like everyone's always like roadhead and this and that and mm. it's like but imagine if you crashed it's like that gray's anatomy episode yes all roads lead back to Grey's Anatomy, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm learning this yeah. week. <laughs> That's because every roads. ridiculous, um, like, medical issue has always been covered. Yeah. Well, I always think, like, imagine, like, what would what would you do if you crashed? And it was like, what were you doing at the time of the crash? And it's like, nothing. And then I always think of those, like, law and order shows where they, like, they figure out that you're lying. Yeah. Anyway. Just don't just don't give roadhead, guys. That's no. the... That's the Don't tickle the inner thigh. Don't tickle the inner thigh. Okay, so this next one says, 
We just had our first date, which was cute and chill, but there was no spark. We're about to say goodbye at a crossroad when the guy that just told me he doesn't take dating very seriously. First, just quickly, this is only their first date. So the guy who said on the first date that he doesn't take dating very seriously. I can see where this is going. Suddenly gets very serious and proceeds to give me a complete review of me. He said I was nice. He said my Tinder profile was mediocre. Imagine being told that anything was mediocre on on your first date. Just don't see them again. Anyway, I have to keep going. And he explained to me how I'm not the woman of his dreams, but he's still 50-50 on whether he wants to see me again. No, this is giving, (laughs) this is giving, like, remember that guy we saw on Tinder, Dwayne? The East Scooter guy? Oh my God, Dwayne. He was like, unless you're a a smoking smoking hot slut with big tits. It's like... Dwayne, Dwayne, you know, we should have, no. we should have sent him to that Drew, Drew on TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, anyway, this person said, um, let's just say he got the memo about communication and that I was not 50-50 about seeing him again after that. Look, here's the thing. Some people just need a reality check. Some people just need to know that, like, they need to shut their mouths. Like, sometimes I'm like, do these men think... Mm that this is attractive and that this is impressive. It's like when you're in high school and a guy's mean to you yeah. because he likes you. It's mm. like, do these guys realize that we move past that when we turn 17? Yeah, literally. It's like, like women actually don't want to be negged. They actually just want to be made to feel good. Funny. Funny. Weird. Most people <laughs> in their romantic relationships want someone who's like more than 50% into them. Yeah, like, who like maybe even 100%. More than mediocre. <laughs> You know, like the bar is pretty fucking low already anyway. Yeah. But like, I just come, I want to understand how these people's minds work. And it gives me the vibe that this guy would then be like complaining to his friends that he can't get a girl. Yeah. I'm kind of like, is it, look, is it kind of one of those scenarios where he's trying to make her feel so lucky that he's giving her a shot. You know what mm. I mean? Like, you're not the girl of my dreams. Like, your Tinder profile's mediocre. Yeah, you're kind of nice. But I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you might have a good shot, a 50% shot of seeing me seeing you again. Like, does he expect her to go, oh, my God, I hope that he wants to see me again? Like, instead of, like, okay, well, fuck off. Yeah. I guess, like, maybe some people would kind of – and this is this would never be healthy but i guess maybe some people would be like maybe down on themselves enough to be like oh well he must like me if he wants to see me again in the end it's just so shit though it's so bad like you never start a relationship well like that no and i just feel like this guy is completely projecting his own insecurities with this you know what i mean like trying to make he might have even been picking up on the fact that she didn't want to see him again. Mm. And so it was like, okay, well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, do it first, if yeah. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like, sure. I, I feel like people do that in general in dating a lot when they get the vibe that someone's not into them. Mm. They'll be the first one to cut it off because they don't want to deal with the rejection yeah. themselves. And maybe this is what he's like and he, he could tell that yeah. you weren't into him. Well, maybe he's just fucking clueless. Look, yeah. He doesn't understand there's like a time that you actually don't need to tell the truth. Yeah. And actually the irony of him saying that he doesn't take dating seriously just to give her like a full review of her entire persona. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh my God. We didn't even talk about that. No. Saying that you don't take mm. dating seriously mm-hmm. says to me that you take dating way too seriously. Oh, if yeah. you even need to tell me 
You don't take dating seriously. You don't take dating seriously. I know that you're deeply insecure about dating and you just want someone to love you. Yep. Says it all. Don't we all? But just be just be honest about it. It's okay to want to be yeah. loved, you know. <laughs> if this guy's listening to this, Dwayne, Dwayne, it's okay. <laughs> if you're just open and honest and nice to people, mm. it's amazing what happens. It's amazing, yeah. yeah. You might actually meet someone who you're more than fifty-fifty on. Yeah, crazy. Just stop being an asshole. <laughs> anyway, our last one is not a frightful story, but I wanted to include it because it really had the potential to be very 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 frightful i think this person is just incredibly lucky (laughs) okay but i also appreciate the chaos in this story i'm very curious it's pretty short okay on a first date i got tattooed by a guy from tinder who wasn't a professional tattoo artist and he tattooed people at home wait i let him choose the tattoo and i saw it for the first time when he was tattooing it on me what is it they didn't actually say. I think we should, I should, we should ask for a photo of it. She says, I thankfully had no problems, no infections. The guy was nice and I really liked the tattoo. No regrets at all. But looking back, it wasn't very responsible. <laughs> Here's the thing. This is what I mean. Like I was started reading this and I was like, oh my God, she's going to lose a leg. She's going to get infected and she's going to lose a leg or something like that. Yeah. No regrets. Wait, is she still with him? No, I don't think so. This I think we need to ask for a photo of it. I absolutely yeah. need a photo. This is like the Irish vet. I need to know. Oh, no. Did we get an update on that one, Jimba? Yeah. Isn't the Irish vet the Irish in a relationship? Vet had a relationship, yeah. There's an update for everyone. Yeah. Which. <laughs> just, <laughs> just relaying the news to you guys. So sorry. The Irish vet off the market. But you know what? Props to the girly. <laughs> no one knows what we're talking about. No one but us can remember. Yes, they can. Yes, they can. <laughs> Props to the girlie who just went she, for it. She shot her shot. You yeah. know, we, if you're listening to this right now, <laughs> this is your reminder to shoot your shot. Yeah. Irish vet or not. <laughs> oh, she rhymes. She rhymes. I've been rhyming a lot lately, actually. Good for you. Yeah. But with the tattoo story, you know what? It's It gives early 20s. Do you ever think about things you did in your early 20s and just be like, why? I think some of the tattoos we got together in our mid-20s. <laughs> There are many of those. I look at all the tattoos on my body and I'm like, why did I get that? I lucky wish, I almost wish that I had zero tattoos at this stage of my life. I'm like, why did I get so many? We went through a stage where we got like 10 tattoos in a year. Yeah, it was fucked. And I'm like, imagine how much money we'd have saved if we didn't do that. I mean, we wouldn't have it saved. That's funny. We would have spent it on something else. But sometimes I look at some of my tattoos and I'm like, oh, like all the adults in my life. I know that I'm an adult. All the adults in my life were correct. I will regret these. I will never admit it unless it's to you or to the thousands of people who listen to this podcast. But there are some that I regret and I wish I didn't. Honestly, Honestly, at this late stage, I would say that. There's more that I regret than I don't. Same. <laughs> I, th- I was just trying to think to myself, like, ones that I would keep. And I'm like, that's one, two, three. One, yeah. one two. One, two, three. I thought he's doing a live count. <laughs> I don't mind this matching one that we have. No, I like that one. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's always good to make jokes about, like when you're like trying to impress new people. Mm. They say, what's that tattoo mean? And I say, me and my best friend, we went to a health retreat and we thought we were so changed by it that we got matching tattoos because we're such white girls. Me coming back from the health retreat and like, I'm so changed. I don't drink caffeine anymore. And a week later, I have a tattoo, but I start drinking caffeine again. <laughs> it's just so funny being human, isn't it? Anyway, um... Yeah, just think, just think twice before getting tattoos. That would be my 30 Whether it be on a date well, or not. You know, here's the thing. I would say if you're doing it for the just for the hell of it on a first date, just at least make sure that the needle is sterile. That's what I'll say. Yeah. Yeah. I've never had a stick and poke. I wouldn't mind it, actually. You know, me too. <laughs> us, us saying we regret all our tattoos and saying, you know what, we can do a stick and poke. Lately, though. I have been thinking about getting another tattoo. Don't know what I want. Okay, that probably means that Don't. you shouldn't. <laughs> I want to get one of my old ones covered up. Okay. But I'm like, do I just get it covered up with something else I'm going to hate in another five years? Look, I think life is a series of events that you end up hating, if I'm honest. Oh, we always hate our former selves. And you know what? We actually shouldn't because our former selves get us to the place that we are in right now. Yeah. I just want to know why I thought that it would be a good idea to get a alien spaceship on my wrist (laughs) that kind of looks like a shower head. (laughs) (laughs) What? It kind of looks like a shower head. Does it? Can I have a quick squeeze? <laughs> She's seeing it for the first time through this lens. Oh I wish I didn't point it out now. <laughs> no, it looks more like Now it. you're never going to unsee it. Yeah. I ruined it for you and for me. Someone said that to me once and I tried to act like I wasn't offended, but I've thought about it every time I've seen it in the mirror since. Anyway... I can't believe that someone was that mean to you about your tattoo. I think it was someone I know in real life, just for the record. So there's the potential that they're, they're going to listen to this and be like, that was me. Anyway, I can't remember. And they're kind of right, but I'm just embracing it at this point. Don't worry. Literally, I have so many tattoos on me that I'm like, wow, so much regretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have a wave on my ribs. I, that's not that bad. That's not as bad as some of the other tattoos. I got it when I went to Byron Bay for the first time when I was 21 years old. And I thought that I got a tattoo was... when I went to Byron for the first time as well. It's like a mount, mountains on my ankle. Oh my God. <laughs> Why are we such white like... girls? Health are like ticking off all the white girl tattoos. Health retreat. Byron Bay. Taylor Swift lyrics. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I also have Be the Change. So Veganism. That's a white girl thing yeah, to get tattooed about. Yeah, but I'll, but you know, that's one but of the ones like I don't it. regret. Yeah. Well, you are you are still vegan. I'm a vegan Which queen. is more that can be said for, you know, a lot of people. Oh, you're about to say you? Well, I'm, technically, I'm not vegan either, <laughs> so I'm really calling myself Breaking out as news. well. <laughs> of all the people who have had vegan tattoos on their body, at least you can still back it up with being vegan. Yeah. Because, you know, that might be a bit of an issue if you couldn't. Yeah. That would be an issue for a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> I think that needs to bring us to the end of this episode yeah. because otherwise we'll sit here and chat shit for way too long. But thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I hope you had a fun little laugh in this episode. If you haven't listened to our previous Dating Stories episodes, I highly recommend that yes. you do. There have been so many great stories. You can hear about the Irish vet if you really want to. Oh. 
You know what? I hope no, the Irish you, vet is mean, listening. I don't think Irish vet is listening, but I think Irish vet's one that got away is listening. Is listening. Um, the Irish vet will always be in my mind. The Irish vet will always be in my mind, as well as the guy who told his date that she was really pretty for an Asian when she's not Asian. <laughs> it's not funny because casual racism is not funny. No, it's... But, like, it's horrifyingly funny. It's... There's been some real bad ones, guys. You should definitely... If you enjoyed this one, like, even a little bit, go back to our other ones because I think we've done, like, two but two more or three. Maybe three. There, there's been some real crackers real crackers yeah and it's just like you can't actually believe that people some some of the things that come out of people's mouths yeah it's quite revolting and also entertaining yeah yeah anyway anyway love you so much (laughs) have a beautiful week we'll be back in your ears next friday morning love you and that's it Bye. bye